quickly fading from our status as the beacon of freedom for the world. COVID-19, the Democrats, and the globalist elite are doing everything in their power to take us down. But there's hope. As patriots who still believe in one nation under God, we can fight those trying to divide us by embracing the truth. For such a time as this, you're listening to the J.D. Rucker Political Report. During the 2016 GOP primaries, there was a debate in which Marco Rubio repeated himself over and over again. And Chris Christie called him out. You guys probably remember it if you watched the debate because it was that embarrassing. I don't have the quote in front of me. I probably should have gotten that. But it was essentially he said something to the effect of, let's dispel this notion that Barack Obama doesn't know what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And yada, yada, yada. It was was a line that was obviously very well practiced and definitely too well practiced because he ended up saying it, I think, three or four times during that. I I got a trending hashtag Robo Rubio on uh, on Twitter. It was one of my proudest moments. No, not really. I don't really care. But it was funny and it was, uh, you know, very... uh, a very probably one of the things that sunk Rubio amongst others. He was not a very good candidate, but uh, but that's that's the past. We're talking about today, and I would say that the the um, spirit of that line that Rubio repeated over and over again does apply today with Joe Biden. I think that a lot of people, and I see this all the time, you know, Joe Biden doesn't have a plan. The Biden regime doesn't have a plan for the economy. They don't know what they're doing with the economy. This is a false statement, folks. Okay, let's be clear. Joe Biden, maybe not he himself, as since he's dementia ridden, but his staff, his team, his controllers, his puppet masters, whatever you want to call it, his handlers, they do have a plan. They have a very important plan and a very good plan, at least from their perspective. And that plan is being fulfilled exactly the way it's supposed to be. They're achieving their goals. It's so important for everybody who can hear the sound of my voice right now to understand that. Because if we continue to move along down this, this terrible, silly road of thinking, oh, they're just incompetent, they're so stupid. No, that is, we, we cannot address this properly if we have that false notion reality is this they want gas prices to go up they have all but said that they want food prices food scarcity food shortages a food crisis they want food prices to go up and to continue to go up all of their actions point to this all their actions point to higher gas prices all their actions point to higher cost to heat your homes this winter this is what they want they do have a plan, and that plan is being fulfilled exactly the way that it's supposed to be, at least in their minds. Now, the question, of course, is why? And I've covered this on multiple occasions. I'll cover it again, I'm very sure, in the very near future. But the bottom line is they do, they are participating in this whole concept of the Great Reset. They are trying to build back better. Lest we forget, Build Back Better was not coined by Joe Biden originally. It came from the World Economic Forum. Yes, folks, the New World Order, the people that are trying to to make you own nothing and make you pretend that you're happy because you won't be, of course, but they want you to continuously repeat that over and over again. And unfortunately, those of us in conservative media, we keep saying the line, but we, we forget that maybe our audience, maybe you guys, being the smartest audience in the world who listen to me, 
You guys get it. That's a horrible statement. But keep in mind, there are millions, perhaps tens of millions of Americans who are so brainwashed, so indoctrinated, so, so deluded by this radical leftism that they actually hear those words. They hear the words, you will own nothing and you will be happy. And they actually believe it. They think, well, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like leasing a car. You know, we will just lease our refrigerator, lease our couch, lease our home. We won't actually own anything, but that's okay because when you lease something, you only own it for, or you only have it for a temporary period of time and you pay less and, and you just, you know, you, you just trade it in for a new one. It's kind of like leasing your phone. Oh my gosh, this is going to be great. I love it. I cannot wait. No, folks, this is not incompetence at all. Uh, I think I've told the story on on uh, the J.D. Rucker political report here on America Out Loud talk radio. But just in case I haven't, and since it's apropos, let me go ahead and repeat it. I was talking to my good buddy, Ira. Ira, he is our gold guy. You can use him if you'd like. Go to OurGoldGuy.com and he'll be happy to to have a consultation with you about physical precious metals, which we are going to talk about later as well. But I was talking to Ira. And he told me something that kind of, I wouldn't say it shocked me, but at least it made me think. He said, he said, you know, and this is kind of out of the blue. He said, you know, you have to try really hard to get every question wrong. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he said, well, you know, if you take a test and you just you just fill in, you know, multi-choice test and you just fill in BC, BC, BC over and over again, you're going to get some of them right. Okay. Every time you fill in an answer, you've got a 25% chance of that being right. So if you do take 100, if you fill in 100 a, a uh, answers randomly, you're going to probably get approximately 25% or 25 of those uh, correct. Okay, so what are you saying? And he said, well, the, the Biden regime has gotten nothing right when it comes to fixing the economy. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. He said, so that means that they have to know the answers. In other words, if, to, to get a 100% wrong on a multi-choice test, you have to know which answers are right so you can get them wrong. To do the same thing here with the economy, they have to know what would fix the economy, and they have to intentionally try to do something other than that in order for them to continue to fail, or what we perceive as them failing, at every turn, whether it's for gas prices, food prices, inflation in general, the dollar, sanctions, every single thing that they've done, Keystone Pipeline, uh, reparations, the continuing to talk about that, and, and uh, school, what is it, uh, sc uh, school loan f uh, forgiveness. I, I, it's funny, I don't even talk about that one much because it's, uh, it's just it's so low on the totem pole. It should be the biggest issue in any normal presidency. That would be a huge issue of, of discussion. In the Biden presidency, it's like, wow, that's like bad move number 47 on the list. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. So, point being is this. We do know with a near certainty that this horrible economy that we're facing, this economy that is much worse than most people realize, much worse because we don't, you know, we're not told by the complicit and uh, obedient corporate media just how bad things are. If we were, people would probably start panicking. And maybe that's not a bad, a bad thing. Maybe we should start panicking. Okay, so I'm not a big fan of panic. But still, we should be very concerned. We really should. 
And I mentioned, you know, gold before. Of course, I've mentioned ourgoldguy.com many times in the show. We do have a new gold sponsor as well. We haven't replaced IRA, don't get me wrong. But because there's a lot of people that are looking for a diverse range of of uh, precious metals products, we have partnered as well with, with Gold Co. You can go to jdgoldco.com. JD, from, that's me, JD Rucker, if you didn't know. <laughs> Why are you listening if you don't know me? Uh, go to jdgoldco.com, and there you'll be able to fill out a form and get some uh, some information about additional products, products that my good buddy Ira doesn't sell. He sells physical precious metals, which is what I recommend. But I know there's a lot of people that are looking for a wide range of precious metals uh, products. So go to jdgoldco.com and fill out the form there. There was an article over at the Epoch Times. It's a premium article, so I do apologize. I, I will post it here at America Out Loud Talk Radio. I do have permission to do that, thanks to my good friends over at the Epoch Times. They give me permission to do that, so I will post this article for you, even though it's premium. It's titled, The Economy is Teetering and Joe Biden is the Man Without a Plan. And again, as I said, I disagree. Maybe Joe Biden himself doesn't have a plan, but the Biden regime definitely has a plan, and they are enacting it. But the gist of what Stephen Moore, the author, is saying in this article is still very true. Even with, la- even with last week's recovery in the stock market, the losses to U.S. investors and families over the past several months have eclipsed $5 trillion with a T. To make matters worse, nearly another $1 trillion in U.S. wealth in cryptocurrency was wiped out during the mega sell-off in May as investors rushed for safety. This is ripping into the savings of American families and their retirement accounts, with the value of nest eggs being diminished. So much for buying that second home in Florida or buying pretty much anything else. When Before I continue, uh, to be clear, this is one of the reasons why we did take on you know, jdgoldco.com is because the, when it comes to IRAs and retirements and a lot of this stuff, people moving them over to precious metals is something that that we obviously strongly recommend. I'm not a financial advisor. This is I'm not giving you financial advice by saying that. I'm just telling you, based, historically speaking, when there's downturns, whether it's the dollar, inflation, whatever, it seems to be a safe, safer bet, okay? And any investment is still just a bet, but it seems to be a safer bet to get into precious metals. But I digress. Business Insider calculates the, that Americans have lost another $3.7 trillion in earnings during the pandemic over the past two years. This is an economy, I'm sorry, this is an economic siren blaring because of wealth, as wealth disappears, many other building blocks of the economy are put at risk. The ability to borrow and spend out of our savings is reduced by the loss of household wealth. Consumer spending and the housing industry are already uh, showing signs of slowing, and the dip is likely to get worse in the months ahead. Major retailers such as Walmart and Target are reporting that the consumer spree may be hitting the wall. Federal Reserve's highest interest rates, which are necessary to combat Biden inflation, only compound the problems. Second, home mortgages, uh, lending costs are up 57% this year, with mortgage rates blowing up to 5.5% from 3.5% this year, which drastically diminishes the purchasing power of potential home buyers. The same can be said about the ability to take a vacation, send children to a private school, or pay pricey college tuitions. Meanwhile, Credit card holders are paying at least 2% more for debt. The average debt of a U.S. family is $6,270. Whew. Don't be surprised 
if we see more student loan defaults with higher interest rates. The average student has 25000 to 50000 in debt, with $1.7 trillion in debt nationwide. And no, the answer isn't to shift these costs to taxpayers when we already have $30 trillion in national debt. Don't expect relief anytime soon at the gas pump. Energy costs are already up more than 70% this year. And over the Memorial Day weekend, gas prices hit $6 a gallon in many markets. That makes us skeptical that we've turned the corner on inflation because higher energy prices ricochet throughout the economy, affecting everything from food to airline ticket prices. Then add to that the front page story in the Wall Street Journal that many large businesses are starting to put a freeze on hiring. There's still a strong jobs market, but for how much longer? And that really is the question. I'll continue here in a second, but I want to stop right there because all this stuff ties together. And one of the things that doesn't get mentioned nearly enough is the fact that there are, you know, they say that unemployment is low and yet there are still so many open jobs, but how long will that last? I mean, at what point, and I think that point is coming soon, but at what point do businesses just say, you know what, we're just not going to hire enough good people? Uh, we just need to downsize the business. We need to figure out automation better. We need to do things that will eliminate our need for more people. And apparently, a lot of these larger corporations are doing so, not just because they can't get enough people, but also because in the interim, while they are searching for more people, the economy continued to tank. And so consumer consumers stopped buying nearly as much. I know I find myself buying less and less. We try to figure out how to make things stretch, you know, for, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say that for Memorial Day, we bought two steaks for a family of four. We cut them in half. Okay. We like steaks for Memorial Day. I do like to, to honor the, those men and women who died on behalf of me, on behalf of you, on behalf of this nation to protect our freedoms. I want to honor them and I want to have a meal and I want to have a good meal with my family. And so we wanted steaks, but we got two this year. Generally speaking, we get four. Now, you can always help. <laughs> you can always help make sure that we get four in the future. If you do have the means, I don't ask anybody who's struggling like we are to participate, but if you do have the means, please go to givesendgo.com slash jdrucker. Givesendgo.com slash jdrucker. That'll help me out immensely. We are, like I said, we do this for a living, so this isn't like a, a, uh, a hobby, okay? This isn't a hobby. I get I don't get paid by America Out Loud. I get paid by... By you guys. That's why we have sponsors. That's why we we call for donations from time to time. But yeah, I mean, we're seeing it. We're buying less. A lot of people are buying less. And now the question is, when does it all come together and implode? Because that seems to be the direction we're heading. I'm not just talking about inflation. I'm not just talking about costs. I'm saying, when does this odd mix that this nation has never seen before, this odd mix of people not willing to work, even though there's jobs available, but those jobs not getting filled, so therefore companies are making hard decisions, when does that start to really crumble the system itself? Which again, goes back to what I said in the beginning. That is the goal. If you want to know what what is required to build back better, it's that things have to get bad enough that they have to try to build back in a different way, in a green way, in a World Economic Forum way, in a, a, the Great Reset way. This is their goal. They need the United States economy in, uh, specifically and the Western economies in general to collapse. That is a requirement. They cannot move forward with the Great Reset as long as traditional capitalism is exemplified by Western nations continues to exist in its current form, or at least the form that it was in just a couple of years ago. They are accomplishing this goal, and that should greatly concern us all. 
Back to the article by Stephen Moore. What has us worried the most is that Joe Biden is the man without a plan. He keeps pushing trillions more spending for Build Back Better, and he recently floated a $1 trillion tax increase. Meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen wants a global minimum tax, which will negatively affect America the most. We should be selling tax reductions, not tax increases to the rest of the world. Republicans are set to win a monster election in November, sending Democrats back to the minority in 2023. Larry Kudlow of Fox Business News likes to reassure Americans that the cavalry is coming. Yes, this is true, but will they get here in time to rescue our flailing economy and save our working families? And I would argue, I don't think they will. And I would even argue further that even if they do come, what difference can they make? Without control of the White House, even if you have a Senate and House majority, you will not be able to get, chances are, I shouldn't say you will not, it's, I guess it's technically possible, but it's very unlikely that we would get veto-proof majorities in both, which means that all we can do is hold back what's already been done, try to, try to prevent more damage, but we're not at a point where mitigation is acceptable. We need to reverse course, and as long as Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or whoever is in the White House, that's not going to happen, folks. Okay? That's not going to happen. We need to think along the lines of getting prepared, which is funny. Because in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about things that you should be doing to get prepared just in case this economic collapse does come to and become a reality. Stay tuned. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko knows a thing or two about the immune system. He was nominated for a Nobel Prize for his early COVID-19 treatments, and now he's offering his Z-Stack supplements to our listeners at a discount. Just go to zstacklife.com slash freedom. That's zstacklife.com slash freedom. Each of us is born with 30 trillion cells that make us. These cells determine how we feel, perform, sleep, focus, and how long we live. And to live our best life, all we have to do is feed our cells. But most food and supplements don't reach our cells, keeping us from reaching our full potential. Make every cell count with Healthy Cell. Founded with a mission to empower people to take control of their own health at the most fundamental level, Dr. Vincent Jampapa, world-renowned cell researcher and medical doctor, created supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. And that's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. 
Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. You know, lately I've started to think perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe all these weeks, months, years that I've been on the airwaves telling my audiences at various shows that I do not believe that I'm a fear monger, that I like to try to stay focused on reality and only address fears that should be addressed readily. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have become a fear monger in 2022 based upon the fact that so many things concern me. And I do tend to tell people my concerns on a regular basis. If you have time, I would recommend checking out an article over at my website, jdrucker.com. You can find all of my shows there, and you can find an article titled Seven Control Factors Being Established to Lay the Foundation for the Great Reset. Yes, I do believe that they are in the process of trying to control us, and I recommend you read that article and listen to these associated uh, podcast that I have for that because I think it's important stuff. Obviously, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't think it was important. With that said, you know, when it comes to food, which is item number two, by the way, on that list, (laughs) uh, food is something that is of great, tremendous, just alarm bells, klaxons ringing type of concern for me. You know, we have been late preppers for approximately a year. We haven't been doing this for a long time. And the saddest part about all that is that right now, when we're finally getting going on prepping, as I know a lot of you are, it's becoming much more expensive. It's more expensive today than it was, I'm not kidding, just a couple of weeks ago. That's how fast inflation is working on food prices. That's how fast our diminishing food supply is causing these prices to go up. Now, of course, I have talked on many occasions about why I think this is the case and who's to blame and who, where's the conspiracy and all this other stuff. What, you know, what's causing this? Is it intentional? Of course, it's intentional. It's manufactured. We're in trouble. We have to fight the new world order and all that stuff. But today, I need to get more practical. I want to talk about ways to combat it because right now, I think it's, it's go time. Okay, right now, it is if you are not fully prepared with, in my opinion, bare minimum of three months worth of food on hand, preferably a lot longer than that, but at least three months worth of food on hand, that there's a good chance that you and your family will be in a world of hurt here in the near future. Could be weeks, probably not, but could be. Could be months, maybe. I think it's more likely it'll start to really hit hard in 2023, but that's that may be wishful thinking. Maybe I'm just trying to be optimistic. Maybe we're going to start hitting, as a lot of people are saying, massive food shortages and massive increases in food prices as early as this summer, which is well now. So, uh, I you know no need to to dilly dally. It's time to get going. So today I want to talk about five ways to save money on food, uh, basically how to get stocked up on a budget. And um, there's five, these five different methods that I'm going to detail. It's really about shopping, about taking advantage of what we have available to us now, namely the internet, and using it to help us find the best places to buy the foods. Now, there's two things to keep in mind. Number one, we have to know what foods to buy. And I've talked about that ad nauseum here on this show 
Um, and I'm sure I'll talk about it again because it is such an important topic. But, you know, the bottom line is, should we just get rice and beans? Yeah, in, in many cases, that's a good place to start. You know, I would recommend you have rice and beans outpace the rest of your foods. In other words, let's say you have a three months supply of, of regular food. You should probably have three to six months supply of rice and beans so that you could supplement that afterwards. And if you have two years supply of food, you should have two to three years supply of rice and beans. The reason being, of course, that rice and beans do have the combination of amino acids that form a proper protein. And uh, that with that, at least you have the basis for life. You will need other vitamins and nutrients, of course, to fully survive. But you could, technically speaking, most people, most healthy people could live off of just rice and beans for an extended period of time. It's cheap. It's loaded with calories. You know, and again, we're talking about the combination at a, at a four to one ratio. Okay. Four parts rice for every one part beans. That's what a lot of people say. Some say three to one. It doesn't matter. You know, use, use your best judgment. Some say you should get soybeans. Some say black beans. Some say pinto beans. Some say garbanzos, lentils, uh, mung beans. It's to me, I get a variety. I get a little bit of, of all of them. Frankly, we don't, we're not a family that likes beans, generally speaking. So, you know, we're kind of not good in the prepper world when it comes to rice and beans, since we're not fans of beans, but by golly, if it comes down to beans or death, we will take the beans. So yeah, you know, another cheap way to go is with flowers, or if you're going to do it the right way and get, get, um, um, wheat berries, grind them yourself because they, they do last longer than, than uh, pre-ground flour. Either way, you know, that is another way to get a lot of calories. But with that said, you know, you, of course you also have vegetables and fruits that are currently, at least as of today, inexpensive and there are ways to preserve them and we'll get into that i'm sure in another show but right now i just want to talk specifically about prices okay and there are five inexpensive ways well three inexpensive ways and and two a little bit more expensive ways but still probably necessary ways to start getting your your prepping going now and it doesn't matter i don't care if you've got uh two weeks worth of food like the average american household or maybe you're you're better prepared and you have two months worth of food, or maybe you've got two years worth of food. Here's the thing. Food is not going to get cheaper anytime in the near future. We can say that with high confidence. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I don't foresee food getting cheaper. It's probably just going to keep going up and up and up for the foreseeable future to the point that at uh, some point, whether it's in weeks, months, or years, it will be very hard to get a lot of foods, maybe most foods, maybe all foods, and at which point we will have to be beholden to government and government will work in public-private partnerships to to control us through food, as Henry Kissinger famously predicted. Uh, again, you can read uh, and listen to more about that in the article, uh, Seven Control Factors Being Established to Lay the Foundation for the Great Reset, uh, which is available at jdrucker.com. But I digress, as I often do. I'm going to go through this list, and then where you take it from the from the cheapest way all the way through to the most expensive way. The cheapest way. Let's start right at the top. Let's go with gardening. Now, gardening as an initial investment can actually be very expensive. Okay, I'm learning that the hard way. <laughs> My wife is teaching me that the hard way. Uh, we're out here in California. We don't have a whole lot of land, and so we're having to get. You know, places to put the food or places to put the, the dirt and the soil. I'm not going to get into the technical aspects of it, frankly, because I don't know them. This is her gig. She's been hammering at it and doing a fantastic job. We got tomatoes, basil, uh, uh, avocados, blueberries, uh, green beans and peas and 
carrots, radishes. We got we got lots of. Considering if you saw how small my yard was, you'd be shocked how much she's able to fit into this little itty bitty yard here in Southern California. But with that said, it is you know if you can get past the initial surge in costs, the actual control and the actual ongoing aspect of gardening is pays dividends. You can buy. You can go to to Amazon or wherever, and you can buy like tens of thousands of seeds for like 20, 30, 40 bucks. Okay. And we're not talking about just bulk seeds and seeds that you don't like. You can, there's so many options out there. You know, they're individually packaged in many cases that well, not individually like per seed, but they come in <laughs> in individual packages for the, the groups of seeds and you can, and you should be able to uh, do your garden. Even if you're not very experienced as we are not, I would recommend downloading books or buying books or getting downloading videos, getting all, you know, right now we're relying on the web and that that really concerns me because what happens if there's a massive cyber attack or EMP or whatever that takes out the web? We don't know if there will be, and we need to have the expertise of those who have been gardening for years. So downloading that is the best practice. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so gardening is, is up there. Uh, I would say it's the cheapest way in the long term. Short term, it's not, again, because we have to get, we have to buy soil, we have to buy these, these boxes and grow bags and and the seeds aren't that expensive, but everything else that's associated with growing them apparently is. Uh, but in the long term, it will be very beneficial for us. And in the long, long term, if we're talking about years, you will be so thankful that you took this advice and did whatever you could to get your garden going as big as you possibly can. As with whatever space you have available to you, you should try to figure out a way. And it's not for everybody, of course. If you're living in an apartment in New York City, chances are you're not going to be able to, to have a robust garden you know, you might be able to, you might be able to get some grow lamps and all that stuff. I, again, it all comes down to budget. And since today's show is about budgeting, I would say for those people, it's probably not the best approach unless you, unless you uh, just really want to go, go down that road, which is possible. I would uh, think it would be even better to just leave New York City, go to Montana and uh, start a homestead. Might be, might even be cheaper. Save you money. There we go. Already, already hitting the budget. Number two, farmer's markets. Okay. If you're in an area and I think that it could be wrong. Maybe you guys can tell me in the comments. Am I wrong that there are farmers markets available, you know, within driving distance to pretty much everybody? I mean, obviously not in the in very remote areas, but in most areas, most cities, most suburbs, most towns, there's going to be farmers markets of some sort available to just about everybody. And there you can often find some just absolutely fantastic deals. Okay, I'm talking about like like, you know, like uh, pennies on the dollar compared to what you would pay at grocery stores. Uh, quality can be hit or miss. Sometimes it's absolutely fantastic. And I would say that if you are if you are as good as my wife at picking good fruits and vegetables, man, you can get some real winners. You know, and you can also buy in bulk. You can just buy, buy bushels and boxes and bags and, and barrels and whatever. You can get a whole bunch of it. And from there, you can dehydrate it, freeze dry it if you can. If you have the, the capability to do, to do so, canning, there's so much that you can do with fruits and vegetables. And getting it from farmer's markets helps twofold. Number one, you're helping your local community, which I'm a huge fan of. Number two, you're helping yourself because you're saving money and you're getting high quality stuff. You can source it. You know that you're not getting getting kumquat from, from China or whatever, you know, cucumbers from Canada. Uh, do they even grow cucumbers in Canada? I don't know. I'm not very well versed on the sourcing of fruits and vegetables. All I know is that I like going to farmer's markets a lot. Number three, and this is a first, I guess you could say life hack. You know, I am a big fan of Instacart. No, I don't really use Instacart to have the food delivered because it's too expensive. 
But using Instacart allows us, at least in our suburban area here in Southern California, we use Instacart to price shop. Okay, you've got you got all the grocery stores within driving distance, and you have all the prices available to you. So we use this when we're looking for sales, when we're looking to say, okay, so we need to get this, 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 this. We diversify. We look to see where are we going to save the most money. Is it time consuming? It can be. But if you start to get good at it, you know, you can use this one resource and you can always have it delivered, by the way. That's always an option if you do live in an area that is serviced by Instacart or a similar, a similar app or service. You can always take advantage of the delivery. You know, time is money, so maybe that is a benefit to you. For us, we like to shop around, see where where the deals are, see who's selling what, and um, start to do some calculations, quick calculations in our head, uh, sometimes actually pulling out the calculator and coming to the conclusion of where can we get the most food for that we need for the least amount of money. We do spend quite a bit of time there, I hate to say it, but we do, because we're also looking for deals. Sometimes you will find some fantastic deals, you know, and other times you don't. I found, uh, I think it was Rouse tomato sauce, which we, we like a lot. <clears throat> and it's, we, out here, it's pretty expensive. It's like 10, 12 bucks a bottle or a jar, rather. And we found a place that was selling them. They had them on sale for like five bucks. It was literally more than 50% off. So, yeah, I stocked up. I'm like, um, you know, we'll take them all. <laughs> line them up with tomato sauce and glass jars unopened, stored in a cool and dark place. You can They can usually last two, three, four, five years. Okay, maybe even longer. So again, depends on how you store them. But yeah, you know, stocking up when things are are uh, inexpensive. That's that's a best practice that I shouldn't have to tell you. And I probably didn't. You probably knew that already. Yeah, that's something that anybody who's been looking into prepping, that's what they say. Hey, when you see sales, yeah, that's you know, grab grab what you can, get extra. You know, if you if you need three cans of tuna, get four cans this week. I say that based upon the fact that these food prices are going up, that that has actually accelerated quite a bit. If you need three cans of tuna, get thirty if they're cheap enough. You know, to take advantage of sales while they're happening, because again, in the near future, very near future for some of us, we're not going to have access to those sales. We might not have access to the food itself. So that's that's terrible. Number four. Um, this is a four-part one, so but I'll make it quick. Amazon, Walmart, Costco, and then sources. Okay, yeah, yes, we do check Amazon. I hate Amazon, but there's sometimes some good deals. Okay, I'll I will work with this evil company, as or evil Walmart or evil Costco or whoever. I'll work with them as long as it's going to truly legitimately save me money. I'm not going to save ten cents. I'd rather go to the the farmer's market or even the local grocery store for that. But if I can save significant money by buying something through Amazon or through Walmart or through Costco, I'll do so. But here's the real hack, life hack, so to speak. Whenever I find things that I like, whether it's through Google or I don't use Google, I use Brave Brave Search, but or DuckDuckGo. But you know, if you Google it or whatever, uh, looking for particular items, go try to go to the sources first. We found that on many occasions, like for example, when we used to use Bob's Red Mill, which was good, you know, until very recently where the qualities dipped tremendously and we don't buy from them anymore, but before we would get it on Amazon. And one day I went and checked and I found that if you don't buy bulk items, you can get free shipping. Ooh, free shipping is good. So, you know, started doing some, some mixing and matching, even though, you know, if I get a 50 pound bag, it was going to, to be cheap, but it had expensive shipping. Um, I could buy 10 five-pound bags. That's not considered bulk. It's more expensive to buy that way as far as the items, but you save, you get free shipping. The total cost is actually cheaper to go that way than to go through buying in bulk or buying through Amazon, Walmart, or Costco. So 
we did that and it was good. So yeah, price shopping online, taking advantage of the information that we have available to us while we can. And the last item, freeze-dried foods. Now, people say freeze-dried foods. That's not exactly the most cost-effective way of, of doing things. But if you're looking at long-term food, it kind of is. Especially if you already have two, three, five years of food stocked up, you need to get more. And the best place to do that is through freeze-dried food. Now, I have a list of three places. We have three now. I used to only have one. Now we have three simply because uh, one I don't think is enough. We need to have options. And I have the, that list. If you go to jdrucker.com slash food, jdrucker.com slash food, you'll find links to the three freeze-dried food places that we've tried we've Tried them all. These are the ones we like based upon cost and quality. You know, it's a combination. There's other factors to take into account, but you have to have that combination of it's got to be cost-effective as much as possible, and it has to be uh, high quality. Now, we do have on there nutrients. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> They're a sponsor. Don't tell them I forgot their name. But they are actually quite expensive. But we wanted a premium out there just in case because there are people that, that really don't want to, you know, you're not in it for the budget. You're in it to get the best quality food, and they do have the best. So, and it cost me a lot of money to test it out, but I'm glad that I did. So, yeah, that's it. There's there's lots of lots of food to get out there. Start, it's time to start getting it. Uh, yeah, that's it. We'll be right back. hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. In these uncertain times in our economy, precious metals have become the go-to for many investors as they attempt to hedge their portfolios against the uncertainty associated with supply chain issues, inflation, and lockdowns. Our gold guy, Ira, is the best in the business at delivering physical gold or silver to customers across the country. His prices are exceptionally low, and his service is superb. Go to OurGoldGuy.com. That's OurGoldGuy.com. Click contact and tell them J.D. Rucker sent you. There are actually a couple stories that caught my attention recently that need to be discussed because while so many people, so many conservatives and patriots here in the United States have really let off on the gas and, and stopped opposing medical tyranny, 
we are still facing it. It is still alive and well. And if anything, it's getting worse. It's just quieter. You don't see Fauci every Sunday claiming to for more medical tyranny. You see him sometimes, but you don't see him as much. You don't hear nearly as much. And a lot of it isn't because there isn't news. It's because we've had so much suffocating news in these recent news cycles, whether it's shootings or the Roe v. Wade or or Ukraine or whatever. So many things have been happening that people aren't talking about big news that's been coming out. One in particular that's uh, stories, I shouldn't say one, it's been multiple stories in recent weeks that should have been getting a lot more attention but have not are the increases in adverse reactions. People that have been jabbed for weeks or even months are now starting to see the effects of these. We saw this, of course, for a long time. Even last year, we were seeing this in athletes because they do put their bodies through more more exertion than your average, average uh, American citizen or citizen of the world. But with that said, now that the damage from the vaccines is starting to accumulate as more people get more boosters, we're starting to see a lot more myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes, things that are clearly linked, at least in my non-scientific opinion, based upon, well, reading common sense data, uh, I can tell you that they are linked to the jabs. There's a reason why. There have been increases in calls for heart problems, strokes, myocarditis, heart attacks in general, deaths. These have been skyrocketing since the rollout of the jabs. And very few, nobody in corporate media and even very few in conservative or alternative media have really honed in on this. Uh, again, a lot of it's not their fault. We've been distracted. I mean, there's more stories about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp than there are about adverse reactions to the jabs. But it's still a major issue, so we will continue to cover it. One thing that I, uh, news stories that I wanted to cover here today uh, surrounded legislation and basically they're going after doctors. Okay, they've been going after doctors since the beginning. Okay, even before the vaccines were out, they were going after doctors who were not uh, going along with the program, who were saying that, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't put masks on kids. People who are saying things that are now proven, by the way, but back in in 2020 and then into 2021 and again now in 2022, Doctors who aren't saying exactly, echoing whatever the CDC says, whatever the FDA says, whatever the World Health Organization say, and more importantly, whatever the bureaucrats and politicians, whatever they're saying, whatever they're telling corporate media to echo, they've been going after those doctors for a long time. I mean, from the beginning. Okay, this is the reason why doctors like Dr. Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough, okay, uh, Mary Tally Bowden. There, I've, I've interviewed so many of them. Uh, Carrie Madej, I continue to interview these, these doctors who have been shafted by a system that is determined to do the bidding of big pharma, especially as it pertains to the vaccines. Now we're seeing that doctors, they're really trying to, to clamp down on them even today, even as COVID-19 has generally faded from the national consciousness. It's still very much an issue. In certain states here in the United States, California being one of them, my where, where I currently reside, unfortunately. According to this article by Ethan Huff over at Natural News, California legislators are trying to criminalize doctors who treat COVID patients with anything other than remdesivir, ventilators, and vaccines. We've seen, and I, I'll get to a story where there's actually somebody who's getting, getting uh, going to jail for it, 
doctor out here, I believe also in California. But according to Ethan's article, doctors in California who advise their Wahoo, jeez, sorry, folks, it's been a hard, hard day. Okay, I will admit it's been a hard day. So let me start that over and I'll try to speak English this time. Doctors in California who advise their Wuhan coronavirus patients to take ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, or anything outside of the norm could soon face prosecution under a new proposed law. The California legislature recently introduced Assembly Bill 2098, also known as the Medical Misinformation Bill, which would criminalize health practitioners who deviate from the state's official position on safe and effective remedies for the Fauci flu. If a doctor tells a patient to take zinc and green tea instead of deadly remdesivir, for instance, Tony Fauci, by the way, profits every time a patient is given remdesivir, just so you know, uh, then he or she could lose the ability to legally practice medicine in the Golden State. Now, I will tell you, you know, regarding zinc, there are ways, and I, I have to mention a sponsor, Dr. Zev Zelenko, okay? If you go to zstacklife.com slash freedom, zstacklife.com slash freedom, Dr. Zelenko has, has a couple of products there, a few if you include the children's versions, products that can help you not just improve your immune system, but also potentially recover if, let's say, you have been jabbed, or let's say that you have been sh potentially shedded upon by those who have been jabbed around you. I would strongly recommend taking Z-Detox. You can go get that at, at uh, zstacklife.com slash freedom, because I love freedom. <laughs> uh, back in April 2020, near the state of the pandemic, out uh, of the start of the pandemic, the State of California Department of Consumer Affairs, the California State Board of Pharmacy, and the Medical Board of California all issued statements regarding the, quote, improper prescribing of medications related to treatment of novel coronavirus. End quote. One of the treatments mentioned was HCQ, the prescription of which was described as inappropriate and unprofessional, uh, except for the fact that it works, of course. But, you know, <laughs> who's counting that, Right. I mean, we should be listening to Andrew Cuomo. He's the one that was going against hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, right? I mean, that turned out well for, for New York nursing homes, right? Uh, these people. Back to the article. On June 29th, 2021, the Federation of State Medical Boards also issued a warning about how physician, quote, physicians who generate and spread COVID-19 vaccine misinformation or disinformation are risking disciplinary action by state medical boards, including the suspension or revocation of their medical license. A few months later, Fauci himself came out to claim that there is no evidence that ivermectin works against the Chinese virus, even though Fauci said the exact opposite back in the early 2000s. It was then, long before COVID appeared, that Fauci agreed that ivermectin is a powerful and effective remedy against coronaviruses. Hmm. Now, I know a lot of people highlight the fact that he does benefit from remdesivir. I don't think it's just that, though, folks. I really don't think, I don't think that, that Fauci is hurting for money, that he's trying to, to make an extra few bucks or even an extra few million bucks. I think that he's loaded. Okay, let's be clear about that. I think that his incentives are not just because he profits off from Desiree, but because he doesn't want people to be able to get better through ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, um, nutraceuticals like the ones uh, in Z-Stack protocols or Z-Detox. These are also, by the way, nutraceuticals that have been recommended by the non-Fauci-affiliated Surgeon General of Florida, who quoted specifically zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, 
and quercetin as ways to help to alleviate the risks of COVID-19. But I digress. The point is, is that they don't want people to get better. This isn't just medical tyranny for the sake of greed. I know a lot of people say that, but that's not the case. There's an agenda here. They want people to be sick. They want people to die. They really do. Okay? You might call me a, a quack or a conspiracy theorist for saying that, but I don't see any other possible way that this conspiracy could be so widespread. There's no other way, unless they do know exactly what they're doing. And they're using that information to try to push us in the wrong direction. Back to the article, new subheading, Ivermectin derangement syndrome is a serious problem in the United States. In December 2021, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration also chimed in, echoing the same statement made by Fauci and officials in California that people, quote, should not use Ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19. In an updated statement issued on April 29th, 2022, the FDA's COVID-19 Treatment Guidelines Panel added that it, quote, recommends against the use of Ivermectin for the treatment of COVID, except in clinical trials. Hmm... According to Ethan Huff, the system really does not want people using ivermectin, in other words, which suggests that it actually works. Otherwise, they would not be trying to punish physicians for helping their patients with it. Here's a quote from the Epoch Times. Should AB 2098 become law, doctors who prescribe medications not approved by the state or who claim unsanctioned drugs are effective would see their licenses revoked and face strict penalties and disciplinary actions by the Medical Board of California. In short, AB 2098 would designate the dissemination of information not approved by the state related to SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, which causes COVID-19, as misinformation or disinformation, which constitutes unprofessional conduct. Uh, one physician by the name of Saeed Haider says that he has been reported to four state medical boards since the pandemic began. Pharmacists, he says, don't like filling ivermectin prescriptions, and when they are asked to, some of them suffer meltdowns that can only be described as ivermectin derangement syndrome. Dr. Heider has, uh, now has to retain a lawyer in order to protect his medical license from being stripped by IDS sufferers who do not want people healing with ivermectin or any other remedy that actually stops the Fauci flu. Uh, somebody over at the uh, Epoch Times wrote, official state-sanctioned position is communism, plain and simple. And that is very true. Folks, we have to understand that this is going to continue. Medical tyranny has not been defeated. Okay, we, those of us who have survived for the last two and a half years under the rising medical tyranny are, should not be stopping, should not be contemplating you know, victory or anything like that. We're not even close. They took a break. That's it. It's, this is just a lull until the next phase. That phase... Could be monkeypox for all we know. I don't think so. I think monkeypox is probably a giant mon uh, nothing burger. <laughs> a monkey burger? No, nothing burger. <laughs> I think that it's probably just a, a temporary scare tactic. I think that the big one could be a new variant of COVID-19. It could be monkeypox, I suppose. It could be a hemorrhagic fever, as we've discussed many times on this very show. We don't know what it is, but we do know this. They need us, they being the powers that be, the New World Order, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the Biden regime, Barack Obama, Anthony Fauci, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Bill Gates. For whatever reason, they need us to be vaccinated. They need all of us, as many 
as possible, every man, woman, and child on earth to be jabbed. And you should ask yourself, why? Why are they trying to prevent life-saving drugs such as ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine from being distributed to the people? Why are they pushing so hard? I mean, that should truly legitimately concern us. And it should concern us even more that, again, so many patriots, so many who are fighting side by side against medical tyranny just a few months ago, as recently as February, are all of a sudden, okay, you know, mission accomplished. We're, we're sitting on, standing on the, the, the deck of an aircraft carrier with our fake bomber jacket on saying, mission accomplished. We got him. It's over. We won. Whatever. We didn't win. They stopped inexplicably. It wasn't because of anything we did. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that what we, what we have done to fight medical tyranny has been futile. It has been necessary. We need to keep the pressure up. We need to keep the information flowing. We need people to be aware, more of them, that the jabs are dangerous. Some people might say, oh, well, no, it's okay. I've, I've read recent statistics that Moderna threw away 30 million doses because they just can't get anybody to take their their jabs anymore and oh you know people are not opting in for their fourth boosters unless they're they're just you know whatever vax addicts and there are many of those but a lot of people aren't getting their their extra boosters and they're not you know really concerned about a fifth or sixth or eighth or tenth or twelfth that's as of today folks we are one major announcement away from vaccine hysteria starting up again from pandemic panic theater starting up again. And if you don't think that's going to happen, you haven't been paying attention. You've been paying way too much attention to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because they are, they being the powers that be, are dedicated to this mission. I don't know why they need us jabbed. I've heard plenty, tons, tons of theories. I've heard theories that I hadn't heard as recently as this week as far as why. They are. Is this depopulation? Is it control? Is it 5G? Is it nanotechnology? Is it graphene oxide, hydroxide, whatever? What is it? Is it snake venom? I mean, I get to hear every theory ranging from sensible to absolutely insane. I get to hear them and I assess them and I determine if they're worth sharing or not. Usually they're not. Not because they necessarily aren't potentially true, but because we do need more information. I hope that you all know by now that I do not try to spread information that I cannot at least mostly verify. You know, if we have to wait for full verification, we're never going to get anywhere. I might as well just not have a show. But if, if something makes sense, and if there are corroboration, corroborating witnesses or evidence that shows that it may be true, then yes, I will spread it. It has not been proven beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever that the vaccines cause myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes, or anything like that. You might say, oh, but they said that they did. You know, no, what they said is that in very rare cases, they also say that diarrhea medication can result in death. They're forced to say that because all they need is one person dying from this diarrhea medication for them to say, you know, possible side effects include death. They have to say those things. But by no means are they broadcasting and by no means are they saying, oh, you know, make sure to tell everybody, okay, if they're considering getting the COVID jabs that, that they, you know, being a 35-year-old a healthy adult, they probably have a 99.993% chance of recovering from COVID if they were to get it, and that their chances of, of developing severe heart conditions from the jabs themselves are probably higher than that. 
higher than I'm sorry, higher than the uh, <laughs> lower. Well, whatever you know. You know sorry, math, <laughs> crazy me, science, ugh. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> I sound like George W. Bush. I sound like Joe Biden. Oh, you know the thing, the thing. No, hopefully I don't sound like that. Point is that they are going to keep pushing, and we have to continue to stop them. We have to do whatever we can to stop this draconian bill in California, because if it starts here, it has an opportunity to spread across every blue state, at least, if not, even into some red states. When people get scared, they're willing to do stupid things, such as stop ivermectin and promote vaccines. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless.